0: Hey, hey, Kristen. Hi, Karen. How's it going? Great. I went to curriculum night tonight. Oh, you did? For my first grader. Okay. And how was it? Well, they talked about, like, what reading level she should be on by the end of first grade. Huh. At first, I was a little worried about that, but then I remembered, like, she's doing fantastic with my decodables that I'm working with her on. Okay. Well, tell me more. I will, because this is a sponsored ad, but (laughs) we read, we have been using Just Right Reader decodables at home with my own daughter we do not push products we do not use ourselves okay so tell me the difference
1: between a decodable and maybe the leveled readers that she's doing at school
0: so decodables have sounds that she has phonetically learned in patterns that she can read on her own independently and they typically have 80 to 90 percent of the text of just those sounds
1: and so how is that different from a leveled reader what do they do that's a great question.
0: They have a lot of words
1: that she doesn't know the sounds to. <laughs> and does she guess them and use the 3 queuing system to she figure uses, them out?
0: Yep, and pictures, and she reads her pictures and does a lot of looking at me and saying, what do you think that is? The great thing about Just Right Reader decodables that we've been using is there's a lot of text on each page, and that is what I've been loving. So, like, some decodables I've had before have literally, like, one, one sentence, sentence per page. Yes. No, we just read one the other day called Poppets, which was all about... Oh pop it. That's what I love about them is that they're, like, super relevant to kids. So relevant. And she was able to talk to Grandma, who's also with us, about what a poppet was because Grandma had no idea. But this will surprise me. But but the cool part is she could read the word pop in it on Aww. her own. They do a really good job,
1: I feel like, of using relevant topics and fitting it in with the phonics skills. Even really low phonics skills. For
0: sure. And one of my complaints with decodables has been in the past that, like, you can't typically do any, like, deeper thinking with them because right, they like literally... No
1: with them yes
0: dog ran fast but like these have actual text with characters doing things making jokes being silly and like we can actually talk about it so it's great well that's awesome well hopefully our readers our listeners will check out justrightreader.com yes. you do not just have to use them with your kids at home you no, can no, also no. use them with your students
1: definitely with students go ahead check out their website JustWriteReader.com. tell them the modern principal sent you boom This is Christine. In a moment, you'll meet Karen, and we are the Modern Principal. We're enthusiastic educators with over 30 years of combined experience and leadership roles. We've been teachers, coaches, assistant principals, head principals, and now central office. We are on a quest to redefine the role of leadership in schools and use our voice to steer the next generation of leaders in education. We try to keep our pod short, although we don't always succeed. And a little bit of bite-sized PD you can get on your way to or from work each week. This week, we are talking about what to do when someone is placed in your building that you did not hire. Hey, hey, Karen.
0: What up? Hi, Christy. Well, my voice is sounding great. (laughs) It is really uncomfortable. Like, I have to talk to, today I had to do a call with my superintendent, and like, as a, as a, principle I didn't do that as often and like it's really weird with my voice mm-hmm. I was trying really hard to push out volume so it wasn't scratchy and then that just sounded super awkward For I me. think
1: that you should worry less about your day job and more on the implications
0: <laughs> for your podcast what do you mean- <laughs> somebody posted. Somebody hacked our account and posted that our last pod was awful, and I thought it was fantastic. No, it was really bad. <laughs> oh, so Honestly, our account was not hacked. No, it was you. It was really
1: me, and I was literally spacing off as I was editing it in the beginning it got better
0: towards the end so the problem is with our dynamic is that christy loves an agenda and to stick to it Mm -hmm. and i like to just talk and see where the day takes i'm gonna try it i'm gonna try it this time you're already not you're already looking at the (laughs) agenda thinking how am i going to segue into the witty banter you can't you can't just let a pod go where it goes all right christy witty banter i think that's the purpose of the agenda Ugh. anyway she showed me her task cards that she printed and laminated and adds to her planner every I did day. not
1: laminate them but I did print them on post-its they're my daily habits
0: daily habits <laughs> which one of them was to check an email for our grad school and I reminded her that you could have that email automatically forwarded I don't want it cluttering my
1: inbox there's so much stuff I don't want every time a car is broken into in St. Louis to be sent to my regular email.
0: But you're checking it every day anyway, so you're going to read it. Because now it's on your <laughs> daily task. See? I'm here for all the help. For everyone who thinks they need to be more organized, I'm here to help you. Shut it. Shut it, shut it, shut it. Okay, we're two minutes in and we haven't even covered anything on our agenda. We haven't. We
1: haven't. Um, More importantly, did you have an AOL instant Messenger?
0: <laughs> well, that's a left turn. Of course I, I I'm did. I'm five. You did? I'm 12 years older than you.
1: No, you're not. But yes, what do you think I, I did thinking... in
0: college? <laughs> I did it in middle school. <laughs> Guys, I, was, I did not have a cell phone until I was 21. So AOL was my life. I was one of the
1: only people who had a cell phone in college, like in my group of people. Yes. Not that, not other people did, but in my group. Like they I had to use the dorm room line.
0: I actively remember having to leave one location, go home, check my right. voicemail,
1: right. call people, That's what my and roommates then had to do. I okay. had a cell phone in middle school. <laughs>
0: okay. Um,
1: But I asked that because somebody brought it up to me recently because she was like on a Peloton ride. And it was like, hey, shout out to all you Peloton riders who um are brave enough to use your AOL screen name now as your Peloton name and was wondering what yours was
0: oh my gosh you don't know I don't remember it did not spend enough
1: time I did not what was yours
0: okay let me guess it was Hanson Hottie No. no it was almost worse I I don't believe you. you
1: It was really bad. I what was know, it? But you have to remember, I made it when I was probably 11 or
0: 12. Okay. Christy is a ditz. Oh, my <laughs> God. And I used that it. That is word femi- The femininity is burning. I know. I know. That is worse.
1: I used it, like, I mean, until AIM wasn't a thing anymore. I
0: think mine was, like, Caregib or something oh, okay. boring. Like, your actual name? Yeah. But like high,
1: like nice. short. I maybe wish that I had an adult who oversaw my <laughs> my internet usage back then. I think you should have in middle but school. You were an adult over, <laughs> overseeing my your brain. Own was internet not fully
0: formed. <laughs> we always joke, my friends and I, my college friends and I, we all knew each other's AOL passwords, mm-hmm. which was also helpful in case we wanted to like get on and pretend to be the of other course, person, and then like message mm-hmm. with boys and yep. invite them to our dorm without other people knowing. We've done that before. That happened to my friend Becky. Anyways, <laughs> um, we would all know each other's passwords and they were all crushes of celebrities oh, nice. that we had nice. in that John. Do you still really use it? No. Hmm. No, mine was um TC Lover, which was Tom Cruise. <laughs> this was back in like Top Gun, Footloose. Like, no, that wasn't him. <laughs> no, I mean not like Top Gun, like when it originally came out. Okay. But, like, when he was, like, his Mission Impossible days. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Got it. Maybe. Got it. Okay, that before was... the, like, couch and Oprah yes. stuff. Got and it. And Katie Holmes. Yeah. And sure. Scientology. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Yeah. I, um I'm glad you clarified that. Thank you. I'm sorry.
1: I, I think that's an interesting um, <laughs> choice. Thank you. <laughs>
0: <For> <laughs> Thank you. For a <laughs> 21
1: year. Guess Hedy- I guess Hedy- Hedy- Katie Holmes was into it. Katie Holmes. I was eight. She was probably your age.
0: Thank you. So. This was the 2000s.
1: Yeah, Katie
0: Holmes was into that. Christy, so, five minutes ago, we talked about Katie Holmes. And
1: not a single.
0: Okay, what's our thing actual topic on the this agenda? Week?
1: Okay, this week we got a really good um, topic in our inbox. I thought it was very
0: niche. You yeah. liked it because it fit into your role as a principal.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you
0: never had this. Nope.
1: <gasps> Mm. Oh my gosh! And this, this is all you,
0: so I'll just listen. So
1: interesting. i just drink my tea. And yeah. Listen. Well, you're gonna have to actually talk. So, um, but I thought it was interesting that more people were having this happen or whatever so anyway this person says with the staff shortage our district has taken a more centralized approach to hiring staff and placing them in our buildings this means that i am not hiring our teammates and colleagues how do i go about adding staff i didn't hire supervising in seattle
0: oh that was a good (laughs) nickname you gave her yeah thank you (laughs) alliteration is my favorite
1: form of literary devices
0: well I wish you would have made an alliteration within that sentence I was trying but you could. You said favorite form form of figurative language there it is <laughs> that was a missed opportunity okay so Christy this you didn't hire most of your staff at your old yeah it district. kind of started um in the
1: beginning I hired more and then like the more years I was there like the district became more and more centralized where I wasn't um like hiring as many. So maybe if I had seven hires, I would have hired one out of this out of the seven. And the other right. six would have been placed. So um so yeah, I've definitely been there. And I think I, there's pros and cons of both. Oh yeah, for sure. I feel really fortunate that I really enjoyed like everyone who was placed with me for the mm-hmm. most part. So I think that that's, that's going to be hard because I'm a little bit
0: biased because I enjoyed everybody. And I'm sure that I'm also are glad situations... you are to like air that out on the podcast that you didn't enjoy all the people. <laughs> it would be awkward for
1: them. I doubt and if there you. are people I didn't enjoy, I doubt they listen. <laughs> that's true. It's like a hate <laughs> listen. <laughs> It's a big
0: waste of time because we're already seven minutes in.
1: This is just proving why so they weird. don't <laughs>
0: like you. This is just proving it
1: right now. Yeah, the podcast is probably a bigger reason why they don't
0: didn't like me. So. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so I my favorite thing to do in my doctoral work is to cite myself. <laughs> That's what
1: Karen sent me. Uh huh. We had our comps, and she kept sending me that. Hey, I'm just citing myself. Do you think that's okay? <laughs> I never did that during the comp
0: window. It was outside of that time
1: was that I reflected it. that and with you. Yes.
0: Anywho. Um, so
1: I sent her really funny memes about citing yourself. Was, I might post them if I can. They it. were really
0: funny. <laughs> I still have it. The one with Frasier holding baby <laughs> Fraser. <laughs> Anyways. We talked about onboarding in a previous podcast, so I'm going to cite our genius there okay, as good part good. of our scholar. But basically, onboarding should be onboarding should be onboarding, whether or not you hired them or you... Didn't. Didn't. Yeah. You should go through the same process of onboarding that you would with any employee. And we talked a lot about it in our previous pod about how it's a process, not a thing or a task or an action. Yeah. You don't usually just like finish it after like one meeting. Yep. We talked about likely 90 days minimum, according to Kate Rockwood. So note that. Or go back and listen to our previous one, Cited. I don't yeah, know We'll what put it, it in it our show notes. Anyways, it talked a lot about focusing on philosophy. And I. Wanted to hit on that more here than we did in our previous pod, because since you didn't hire them, that would be a really important part of your onboarding is to make sure. And that's something I've been thinking about in my role as HR. Yeah, because that's like a big chunk of your role. Right. Well... It's hard to do that when you hire employees every week. So how can you really streamline your onboarding process so that you really do communicate what your philosophy is at the building, at the district, and all of those things? So be thinking about that, that how you can include components of sharing your vision and mission with the building.
1: That's a really good point.
0: Yeah. I think that
1: that was that was a really good scholar. I hope that you continue to just cite Us citing other people in your future. Uh That's all I will do. (laughs) In our future, Scott. As I said
0: last week, this person said this. (laughs) Yep, that's how I work.
1: Um, In terms of systems, I feel like, and I don't know that I did this well all of the time. Um, Probably, if anybody is listening who...
0: Didn't work for here. me they'd
1: be like no you didn't ever do this no i think i did but like setting a time to meet with that person um beforehand but i also i did do this i tried to set a time because we had like a centralized approach where usually another principal had been in on that interview and i tried really hard to connect with the person who did Do the interview and recommend them for hire. That's smart. To be like, hey, what did you see? There was like a note sheet and that kind of a thing, but um, I definitely wanted to hear from them what the strengths that they saw in that person in the interview
0: process. Super smart. And one thing I'll add that we didn't cover before about like when you welcome people, obviously there's the swag and the gifts and the orientation, things that you can do for your new staff, but it's really good to have your process of onboarding written out um, so that other people can assist you with that. Like you don't have to be as a principal, the only person welcoming and inundating your new hire with everything about your building. Your secretary can take a role. If you have a coach, the team and making sure that you're treating this
1: person um, who you didn't hire the same as people that maybe you did have an internal team. Because Ultimately, that person also probably did not decide to be placed with you. Right. And so I think it's really important to just make sure that you're welcoming them with open arms.
0: Right. And I think it's really important, too, to think about... Oh, I don't know what I was going to say there. I'm sorry. That's
1: okay. I we're think, about to stop it. Well, I was going to say that I think um, start to think about based on... You're meeting with the new hire because you'll want to like, have a time to meet with that person. If you didn't hire them, they likely haven't gotten a tour of your building, that sort of a thing, which right. means that you'll have to do that as part of onboarding, getting to know them, and then talking to the person who did technically hire them, yep. um, starting to... Not that you're going to keep this opinion forever, but to start to think, what is this person's strengths? What are their weaknesses? And if they are um, placed as well, because I was in a position, too, where people were like, literally, it wasn't just, hey, this person's hired for your building. Now you can put them in whatever content area or whatever grade. They were placed for particular, like. Oh, And
0: tricky. so
1: um, just trying to really think about what are their strengths? What are their weaknesses? What are the strengths and weaknesses of the other teammates that they're going to have? And how can I position this team in the best light Right. Um, to get to know each other, to work well together, yeah. to hopefully enjoy each other? That was always a goal of mine, that my right. team's like enjoyed being Personally. together if possible. So, um, I so you have to think through that.
0: That makes me think a little bit about before you even introduce that person, it might be really good to do that part. Um, because then you could highlight to their team, to their content. Yes. These are the reasons I think this person will be a great fit with your team. Yes. And these yes. ex- either their experiences or their demeanor or their what they're bringing or their excitement or whatever it yeah. is. Then you can really highlight that for your team or for their grade level or content area. Yeah. You definitely have to do some work getting
1: some information because I would assume that a lot of our listeners are like us. Like we think that an interview is two-sided yes. in terms of the person <laughs> yeah. the person who's wanting a job should also be interviewing the quote-unquote boss or the team that's right. already there to say, oh, is this also good for me? And so obviously, if you're placed, that takes some of that autonomy out of the yep. decision-making. Yeah, And so I think that it's up to us as principals to make sure that they're their experiences as positive as possible.
0: Right. I'll tell you, um, we don't typically do centralized in my district. like principals hire. But because um, I'm new to the role and I was doing so many sub-interviews and we had a ton of para, para openings, there were a few sub-interviews that I was like, you'd make a great para. Mm-hmm. We've got 20 million openings. I'm going <laughs> to grab you. So I did some of that this year and it made me feel a little uncomfortable because I was like, I'm giving you this person based on... My interview They have with a, a
1: skill set, obviously, that right. interests
0: you. So it was always so reassuring when the principals would be like, okay, I'll call them. What's their number? Give me their resume. Let me look it over. And it just felt really good to know that that principal was going to call them the day after I offered them a yes. position yes. or the day of and say, welcome to my team. Like, yeah. I'm glad you met Miss Heil already, but now yeah. you're going to get to know your family. And I think, that too,
1: knowing that, um, so I was actually in a position where I was hired at one point as an AP uh-huh. and, um, I interviewed with like a centralized staff at uh-huh. central office and the building principal was not a part of that interview. Uh-huh. And I had to accept a position without, um, Talking meeting to the principal, the principal or the admin team or any sort of, you That's know, building. Team. It was, it was a little nerve wracking. And I, I remember even asking like, so do I at least like get to meet the principal to see if we're compatible? You know. Like, yeah. And what was really nice is that when the principal called to offer me the position, which was kind of a weird yeah dynamic anyway, he also was like just super down to earth and was like, "Hey, I know this is weird because we've never met, but I'm calling to like offer you a job as my AP." Yeah. And so just like, like acknowledging real. and be real um about that, I I felt personally that that was reassuring. In my acceptance. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, we want that a new employee to feel connected. Yeah. And as a principal, it's it's your job to connect with them. Yeah. And I also think like this, we didn't talk about this at the beginning, but this would also work with transfers. Yes. Sometimes like we're just seeing... With COVID, like, class sizes are a little unpredictable Mm -hmm. right now. Yeah. And so uh, sometimes we cut numbers and then we have to add or we add numbers and then we have to cut in a district. And so sometimes teachers don't get a choice. Yeah, that they're just moved. And so that's where they're needed. You're going to really need to think about that as, like, putting yourself in their shoes, that empathetic lens of a leader. And really making sure that you make them like the star of the team for a yes. few days and let them I, be the focal point
1: I had that at COVID we had a lot like at the very the first year of COVID we had a ton of movement because of virtual numbers yep. and all of that and yep. I ended up housing a virtual team and a lot of those people were essentially moved to virtual without necessarily choosing like choosing it yeah um, and they were all super amazing, like just super amazing and super understanding but like my goal I was just like I told my staff too I was like you guys these, These people are have us. been their like their livelihoods and their you know communities have been right. stripped out from underneath them. Right. And I said, we are gonna do everything we can to make them feel welcome because I cannot imagine if any of you were kind of like stripped away from me and you were stripped right. away from your school community. Right. And so um, and again, it wasn't like a malicious movement, nope. it was just something that was necessary for the good of the organization. And I think as a principal, think about if there's a situation like that. And if it's appropriate, talking to your team about how we are going all in to welcome these transfers. Right. And like
0: I feel from the last thing I'll say about the soul side, because now we're at seven. minutes. Sweet. But the last thing I'll say is like people stay connected. People stay when they're connected. Yes. Right. But and on a human level, people who are connected are happier. They yes. feel um and COVID was rough, and people were all sorts of levels of depressed and dealing with mental stress and anguish and And heartache and loss. Right. And so we're still not out of those woods yet, or people are still dealing with those traumas. And so the more as humans that we can do to connect people, like during COVID, we had parents as teachers moved into our building because they were having construction on their building and... It, we had an open classroom. We treated them like they've always been there. Absolutely. They were part of our potlucks. They joined us. Like anyone that's in your building needs to be part of your team.
1: 100% agree. Any type of event you do, they should be invited. Yep. And I don't want to get too off topic of the. Yeah, but like, <laughs> but
0: but like this job is too hard to yeah. feel isolated. Yeah. So do your role as a principal. Your job is to bring people together. Absolutely. And so. Oh, that fits with our quote. Yes, it does. Okay. So what did Henry Ford say? Oh, my gosh. We're just quoting an OG here with Henry Ford. (laughs) Coming together is a beginning. Staying together is a process is progress. Ah, oh, crap. I messed it up. Read it, Christy. Coming together
1: is a beginning. Staying together is progress. And working together is success.
0: Exactly, Christy and Henry <laughs> Ford. As cited by Christy, <laughs> citing Henry Ford.
1: That's all we have, guys. That's all we have Hope for it was day. helpful and yeah.
0: not boring.
1: So just remember that if you are in a position where you've got new folks coming to your building that you didn't necessarily hire, I think the number one key is to go in with positivity because that's what they need from you and that's what you need from them in order to make a good working relationship.
0: Boom boom boom.
1: That's all we have for today. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast to receive them as soon as they drop. Follow us on Instagram at the Modern Principle. You can find more at themodernprincipal.com and be sure to check out just Right Reader. Bye! Bye!